0: Wendy Lowe, and I'm excited to journey with you as we learn how to take your health back. Today, we have a very special friend joining us from Winters, California. Her name is Leslie Lucero. Leslie and I go back a few years in Hawaii as we sat in church every Sunday morning, having a great time and just sharing our, our blessings. We've done a few presentations and events and always had a blast. Let's welcome Leslie from Winters, California who is the owner and trainer at Edge Fitness Academy in Cali. Now let's get started. Aloha Leslie. Aloha. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I mean, I know yes, you're such a busy too. busy lady and uh I we captured you. Yes. <laughs> My tech person Eric and I we captured you and we're going to take all the energy out <laughs> for the next 20 30 minutes okay. and share it with everyone. Awesome. So Leslie. Let's get started and just share with us a little bit about yourself before children.
1: Okay, um, so my background is personal training. I've been a certified personal trainer for the past eleven years. I have also a certification in fascia stretch therapy, and I'm currently going back to school for my bachelor's in nutrition. So, you know, for me, this path um, in my professional career was really just to try to get people moving, and then it just started evolving to learn to eat better. And um, progress their lives in different ways, other than you know, just making money and stressing about all the things. And so that's really what um, I'm here for. I'm not just a, a personal trainer. I love helping people transform their lives physically and you know, from the inside out.
0: Wow. I know that um, from the very get-go, we were just two of us in church, and then all of a sudden there was a third person that joined. <laughs> <laughs> you us. Yes. This over here, and <laughs> your heart. So his name is Frank, or yes. AKA Frankie. And I know that you guys got married. And how long has it been that you you're married?
1: So we've been married for eight years now. Um. So it's it's been a long journey for us both. Um. We did meet in Hawaii. My husband is from Winters, California. So that's why we're here (laughs) and um we have three kids um my oldest is seven my middle is five and my littlest one is two so I am pretty busy with just being mom (laughs) wow yes full plate and I know
0: that um I know that you're not going to just be mom because I know whatever you do you are all in so one activity just give us one or two activities that you are involved with with your children
1: Right now, I'm actually coaching both my older kids' soccer teams. <laughs> I used to be a very avid soccer player growing up. I played all the way till I was in high school, and um, now I'm coaching them. And it's it's been a joy, and it's also a little bit of, a um, for me as a mom and a and, and coach, I have to really balance that because they have to realize, like, hey, I'm mom, but I'm coach on the field. So... <laughs> That's been fun, and I get to, you know, get to share with them my knowledge of the sport itself. So that's been awesome.
0: Wow! Just uh, give us a little bit of insight. How is it being a soccer mom for both mm-hmm. teams? Um, how has COVID uh, affected your teams, your children's teams, and mm-hmm. uh, where and how they play?
1: Um, uh, right now, you know, it in California, the guidelines are that you know, we have to social distance um, as best as we can. They aren't mandated to wear masks when they're outside, you know, outside sports. So that's awesome in my perspective. Uh, you know, last year we were supposed to have a season because of COVID. We didn't have a season. And this is with all sports, I think, across the board, not just in California. I mean, you know, across the our, our states. So um, it's just really awesome to see the kids just enjoy being outside and being with their friends. Um it's it's amazing I mean I can't even tell you as a parent to see the kids like run around and get sweaty again is wow. I don't know it just really made my heart happy wow. because these kids were so they needed it they needed the outlet so
0: amen they sure do kids are made to run around and yes. you know like you growing up in Hawaii you yes. knew. we were at the beach until we were purple you yes. know some time and right play sand play water so anything true. right then yes. when we got older we used the mcdonald's trays or hand boards when we were in body control, right so uh-huh yeah going to sandy's that's drinks. what it was all about <laughs> That's right. Right. (laughs) And so I'm so glad that you feel the value of your children being out there, even though I'm sure it means a lot more laundry because now they're sweating and smelling a little bit different. But I don't mind it. I don't mind it. That's what we want to hear. We don't mind it, right? So I know that you've always been an advocate for health and working out. I mean, ever since I knew you, you were always in Mm -hmm. the best of shape. And 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 you know, when I was sharing with you the health journey, you were right on it. And we that's why we got along so well because yes. we had the same goals and the same ideas about how to steward our bodies the way he wanted right. to. Right. So please share with us your passion about this and how you've turned that passion into business, mentoring everyone to take their health back.
1: Wow. So, you know, I, I have to kind of tell you the backstory of of um, the, the exercise part. Growing up, I was surrounded either I was on a basketball court or I was on a field. Like my stepfather is the high school basketball coach at Pearl City High School. So I was always surrounded by sports. That was like what we did, you know, as a family. That's what we were surrounded by. And. I never understood it when I was younger until I got older, but I remember him saying things like, you know, when you're on a team, you learn more than just playing that sport, you learn teamwork, you learn that it's not just about you, you learn how to lose, you learn how to just be professional, whether it's like dressing appropriate when you're going to an OA game. I used to just think, oh, you know, dad he's just being strict. Oh, he's just being so mean. But as I got older, I appreciated those little life lessons. And then I graduated from college from UH Hilo. I had got my bachelor's in psychology and then I came back to Oahu and it was one of those aha moments of like, "Okay, hey, what do you do now?" <laughs> um, I started working at Powerhouse Gym in IA and that's where i really started finding my passion um i was doing sales so i was selling memberships to the club you know i wasn't even a trainer yet but i would have to sit down with them and talk about their fitness goals and they would so like sit down with me you know for almost an hour sometimes because they're sharing with me how long it how how much weight they want to lose or how, what their barriers were and then i had to have trust that the trainer was going to deliver on all the things that I was hoping and writing on this paper, right. so okay. I started asking what I got to do to become a personal trainer, and you know I got the information, became a certified personal trainer. I ended up at um, a at UFC gym, which was opening its first club in Honolulu, and that was pretty godsend. It was right up my alley i was training martial arts and i just been an avid like athlete i was boxing i was modeling i just knew that this was where i wanted to be and i was surrounded by intelligent professionals not just like okay do five reps you know it it was they were so knowledgeable on the science of the body and why the body should be moving in this way and it just created this fire in me to build on it. So um, with that, I started doing, you know, personal training at the gym, and I was getting very successful um, there, and started building a following. And I was helping so many people, not just with weight loss, not just with like gaining body mass, but just like having the confidence to date again, or having the ability to reduce their um, how much medication they were on you know some of them were starting with five different medications and by the end of the six months they were training with me they were down to one wow you know so that was like huge for me and then I had my first my first child my son and like every mom you have to figure out the balance you know I wasn't able to hustle 12 hours a day which was like eight to 10 clients a day, I had to find a way to maximize my time so that I could still be mom. So um, we did move to California during that transition to winters. And that was really scary. You know, I left home, I left my following from home. I'm a real local girl that um, I talk different up here. I'm, I look different up here, <laughs> so um, that was a big, a big barrier for me to overcome. And so I started with like outside boot camps just to you know create some traction for myself, for, so people could know what I did. I started doing personal training out of my garage, um, and then I opened Edge Fitness about four four oh. years later. So I was. You know had these young kids i had my second kid i was trying to build the brand and then i built edge so you know during covid last year i, I unfortunately had to close my doors and uh, take a little bit of a break because as we all know our kids all had to be home and they had to do school at home and i had to be there um so i I took that opportunity to be with my kids and I get kind of choked up talking about it because, you know, when you are very driven and you are a professional, sometimes it's really hard to slow down. Right. And I learned a really valuable lesson because it was like, do you slow down and um, lose that traction of your business or do you invest in your kids? And that's what I chose as a mom and as a professional and so I recently came back and opened up my business again and it's been such a blessing to put the good work back out there um I did have to do a lot of talking with the Lord (laughs) because you know with that it's a lot of internal um an internal sacrifice that you have to give right because when you're working with whether it's personal training or fascia stretch therapy I'm I'm literally giving someone all my energy wow. so um that in itself is a lot and then to have three little ones at my at everything is really difficult so it, I'm here I'm back I'm excited to um rebuild edge to bring a broader um element to it cuz you know I was just having one location And I know it's a need for me to reach out for those that are not even in my presence. So that's where I'm at now.
0: Wow. So you can take a breath now, (laughs) but you had such great mentoring and, you know, I must say kudos to you because um, where COVID is such a negative issue, you Mm -hmm. turned it into a very positive thing because you made a great, the greatest decision to invest in your children. And because of the, the situation you made that decision and you know what it's lifelong changing for your your three children as well as your husband your marriage yes. and also your future clients will see that you truly loved your art and your your talent but yes. <laughs> you were able to walk away from it because something was more important at that time which was your family Yes. So congratulations, Leslie, you passed the test. And now, (laughs) you know, I I saw you disappear from Facebook. And when I saw you, I'm like, I'm going to grab her before she goes off of Facebook again. And And, um, I just wanted to congratulate you. And I've been watching everything you do. um, And then just wondering where you were, but I kind of knew that that's what you were doing. So congratulations. I'm so proud of you. Always. Thank you. Always. And um, I know that uh, you have your the edge up and running again. And mm-hmm. I know we have a slide with you and some buddies in that room. And yes. um, so oh, I man. always know that buddy. It's my you, 5.30 a.m. class. <laughs> yeah, and you have to have buddies when you do anything in life because it becomes mm-hmm. more enjoyable when you do. So, yeah, yeah. tell us more about this 5 a.m. class.
1: So, uh, you know. Um a, I have a little bit of small group training as we call it. It's not a huge class. We don't have more than eight women in that particular class. Um I do have a class 5:30 a.m. every day of the week. And then I have a 6 a.m. class um on Saturdays. So a couple things there for Um, For a lot of people, yes, having someone there to keep them accountable is always going to be better for them to reach their goals or just to get moving again. But a lot of it too is creating that small group to where um, everybody has similar goals and has similar um, body types and lifestyle. I mean, not a lot of people get up at five in the morning to work out and then before they go to work. So right. these are specific individuals that are looking to maximize their time. And, and that in itself tells me a lot that they wanna learn, they wanna, you know, they wanna get to their, their goals to get a result. But right. we do have a small group. And then I also have personal training. So that's me working with someone one-on-one and we have fascia stretch therapy, which is the recovery part of um, EDGE. And what I try to do for all the clients that, you know, attend. But in that particular shot there, they are, they've been with me since I think I've been here in winters. So it's like been almost six years now. And yeah, they are diehards. (laughs) So once I came back on the social media, they were like, you need, I need to go to you, you know, so it's been really nice to have a warm welcoming back. Um, It's also has gave me time to reset, so that I'm able to give them more, um, wow. so I'm, I'm really excited, yeah, so you,
0: you've you created more than a buddy system, you created an ohana,
1: yes, and a yes, ohana
0: through thick and thin, but you must be darn good, because uh, waking up at five, that's a commitment, yes, a commitment to not just want to be healthier, and feel better, and look better, but they got to want to be there, and have fun, so mm-hmm. you must you know, involve all of that within your training program. So that's what drives them to wake up, to get on their uh, sweat clothes and get out there and start working out with you in the morning at five.
1: Yeah. The science behind that actually. So, you know, most people work out after they work. So at the end of their day, but what happens to the body is that's when your body really wants to rest. Right. So I always encourage people to try to come earlier because as your cortisol levels are higher, you're able to maximize results earlier in the day versus later in the day. And, and it also affects your sleep when you are working out later in the day because your core temperature is raised. We normally want your core temperature to lower in order for you to sleep better. So I know for a lot of people, sleep is an issue, Right. You get sleep apnea or you have insomnia. So that's, that's kind of the science behind it and the logic behind wow. it.
0: Wow, that makes great sense. And uh, audience out there hearing that. Um, so be careful. You're going to be waking up earlier because more people will be wanting to come to your class and maybe earlier because <laughs> you shared with them. So be prepared, Leslie. Yes. Um, you know, uh, there's a question from the viewer audience and uh, I need to ask you, how do you know When enough exercise is
1: enough? Good question. So there's two indicators that most people will feel. One is extreme fatigue. So most people will try to push through it. I'm just gonna, you know, uh, what did they say? Like, no pain, no gain. And I actually say the opposite. (laughs) That if you're feeling pain all the time, that's an indicator that maybe you're pushing it a little bit too much. So overtraining is very common where sometimes people train more than their bodies allowing them to. For instance, women, we tend to push hard even through our menstrual cycle, which is actually the time that you should be resting. So maybe maybe a light jog instead of lifting weights would be ideal during that time. And then also um, the other thing is injuries. So whether it's like chronic shoulder issues, knee issues, I get this a lot. That's why they come and get faster stretch therapy from me is that they get injured. And even the most acute ways, that's a big indicator that you're doing too much. So you need to either rest your body, give it better nutrients and have a better recovery plan.
0: Well, either I haven't, been stretching out or working out that hard where i have this acute pain or i must be nutritionally fit so, ah. <laughs> so must be i must be nutritionally fit because i'm yeah, not working yeah. out that hard <laughs> <laughs> so i know that you train bodies physically so i you know this is a fun part for both of us how important is good nutrition leslie
1: so my my rule of thumb is 80 percent of your result is your nutrition, what you put in your mouth. Um, you know, I think what's really great to say about nutrition, and now that I'm going to school for it, it's it's on a cellular level that it changes you. So every part of your being, your physicality, has a lot to do with what you put in it. It's information to your cells. So if you're putting in a lot of processed foods or junk food, fast foods, then that's exactly what's going to exude out. So but when we say whole foods or eat real food, I'm talking about food that's going to be rotten in a couple hours or in a couple days because they were not used. That's what happens to real food. They rot. And so you want to be eating those kinds of foods, not when it's rotten, but you know, when they're, when they're, uh, they're fresh. So putting those types of information in the body will increase your immunity. It will give you more energy. It will help with bowel movements. So removing toxins, which is a huge indicator why someone may not be losing weight is because they're not getting the, that nutrient-density of foods in their, in their, in their diet. Mm-hmm. Yes, very important.
0: Very important. And, you know, I love hearing when young girls like yourself talk about bowel movements. <laughs> it's important. Like, yeah, it's so important. And like, but, you know, before when we were like, I was your age, all the girls around me like, oh, what is she talking about? You know, our <laughs> women, we call do doo-doo, right? What is she talking about? And we, like we Chinese, we'd be eating dinner and we'd be talking about that because it is bloody important. Yes. To understand the BM and quality of BM. And uh, as we get older, we really, truly appreciate it. But as young women, especially, they don't want to be talking about that. But, you know, it's so important. So yes. I'm glad that you brought that up because... um. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: that's how we remove toxins. It's yes. not just by sweating. No, the biggest way we remove our toxins within the body is through our bowels. And so I always tell my kids make sure you look at your poops. Yes. You know what healthy poop looks like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And get them very comfortable
0: with it so they understand and they're aware because most people, they don't, they don't like, oh, that's disgusting. It's not, it's part of you.
1: It's, it's a part of who you are mm-hmm, it's a very real thing that happens yes. on a daily or should Yay. happen on a daily basis <laughs>
0: yeah and so for some unfortunately it doesn't but um we'll go on from there so <laughs> i've been drinking my kale smoothie every day for the last 10 years and i know i caught a picture of you and you have a uh shake routine uh-huh. or that you do as well for you and your children i
1: believe yes i do so i a typical mommy of three young kids that at first it's very hard to feed them very fibrous veggies so i like to sneak their nutrients in smoothies and one of our favorite smoothies that we have is a berry mix frozen berry mix half a banana i have a green um It's called Organifi, which is a green um, superfood powder. Once you put water to it, it then becomes live food. And then I put in some spinach in there, throw in some peanut butter because peanut butter is always great to have. (laughs) And then some almond milk. So that's kind of our smoothie that we um, have. Oh, and protein powder. I do put some protein powder in there. And this is a plant-based protein that I use I um I do use a hemp-based protein because my son um that's kind of the gu- the guy who catapulted my um interest really into like it, I mean when I say that is as a mom you try everything you can right to figure it out and my my son had really bad asthma when he was a baby wow. and I couldn't understand it I was just like why he's so little and I learned how dairy can affect that because it produces more mucus production. And so anywho, um, and then I learned about hemp protein and I found a really great one that tastes good. And it's not just like, you know, um, grassy like and really great on the stomach. So uh, for kids in particular. And so that's what we throw in there and they think it's the greatest thing when I make a smoothie they don't it realize that like a dessert yeah they don't think they're having a smoothie they I mean they really think it's chocolate milk <laughs> uh,
0: but you know the good thing is you're also creating their palates to receive that quality and oh, yeah. of food yes so that's important that you're you're training the palate
1: not yes.
0: just doing the right thing but for future as well so,
1: yes and yeah. now my two older ones are very good at eating like I mean solid um you know, green veggies, especially. So they'll eat spinach, they'll eat romaine lettuce, cilantro. I mean, and it is all due to the sneaking in yes. those nutrients you and training. That palate. Palate. Yeah. Yep.
0: yeah, that's that's so important. And if we could do that even with the as young as kids, you know, um, like Chinese, we we make jok, which is we boil mm-hmm. down the veggies and rice, and we as soon as we can feed them food, that's what we're giving them. And so they're having all that green stuff on yes. their tongue in their body, so they they don't have a problem eating it because that's what they were that's all they knew yeah so that's exactly. very important so there's a lot to be said about food and I know we're talking about real food fake food and I know that you're promoting real food as opposed to fake food so just give us some um, other examples of what real food is And yes. uh, yeah
1: so you know my whole thing too is I take I take clients on grocery tours because Perfect. half the battle is like learning what real food is, learning how to read labels and um, better, higher quality foods. I call them like the higher, you know, the higher quality grocery list. Mm -hmm. So when you look at meat, you know, a lot of times people have a bad rap on red meat, chicken, because they they may have watched like a documentary. Um, But if you know how the animal was raised, then it's it gives you a lot a better uh, mindset around it so moving to winters you know we're kind of in the midst of farmland and I had the opportunity when I first moved here to visit these farms I was just amazed I was like wondering why isn't there all these farm stands why is everybody still going to Safeway when there's like a farm right there I it just wasn't you know connecting to me and so i took it upon myself to go on all these farm tours and to see like there's farmers still out here that do grass fed beef you know maybe a, a wheat finished but the cows are roaming freely the chickens are like roaming freely they're not in cages where they're stepping all over their poop like what you would right. see on the uh, main media so it's really has to do with like knowing where your food's coming from mm-hmm. And how they're being raised, especially meat, because people get funky about that. And right. then when it comes to veggies, like being educated on what's the difference between organic. Why are you paying a little bit more for organic? Why is it um, why is it a better investment to pay a little bit more on organic? Cause that's the feedback, right? Like, oh, it's so expensive. Or I can afford it, you know, mm-hmm. and and then at the same time meeting people where they're at. So going down the line, like organic's best, local's great, you know, um, commercial vegetables is awesome, frozen is your next option, but, you know, giving and meeting people where they're at, it's a transition, because sometimes it's like taking caffeine, you know, cold turkey away from somebody, Gonna have they're going to have major withdrawals, they're going to have and, it, yeah, wow. and so wow. food can be the same way, especially right. if they use that as a as a comfort wow. thing so um teaching them at that visceral level for me is so, so like, important you have to.
0: I'm so glad that you have that part of your your training that you take them to the grocery store but wow you're a local girl that does good wherever you journey you know why you bring the law spirit with you yes and I'm so proud of you for representing Hawaii well but Thank you know we've you. come We've got to leave it there for now. Okay. uh, You've been watching Taking Your Health Back on Think Tech Hawaii. Mahalo to Leslie Lucero. Local girl does good and represents Hawaii all over the world and wherever you travel with and as you continue with Edge Fitness Academy. So thank you for talking and sharing your love and aloha with us from California. Mahalo to all our viewers for watching. You're welcome. I'm Wendy. And we'll be back in two weeks with another edition of Taking Your Health Back. Aloha, everyone.